0: From BYU Broadcasting's Performance Studio, this is Highway 89. I'm Stephen Cap Perry. When a young dancer named Lindsay Willis saw this cute guy playing in the band of the International Folk Dance Ensemble here at BYU, She started telling her friend she was going to marry him, even before they had been introduced. As you know, that kind of thing never actually works out. Except when it does. Like in this case, Lindsay Willis and that cute guy, Russell Wolfenstein, have been happily married for years now, happily making music as well. They call themselves the W Duo when they're on stage. And together with their band, American Train, they bring a show to the stage that features original songs, traditional bluegrass tunes, more than 20 instruments, even a pair of dancing shoes. You'll hear those today. It's always a rollicking good time, and they've got lots of surprises in store for us on Highway 89. We'll chat with the band in a minute, but of course, first, music. A piece written by Stephen Foster, first performed at Cincinnati's Andrews Eagle Ice Cream Saloon in 1847. Here's that tune a lot of people still refer to as America's first hit song, giving it their own very special touch. Here's the W duo and American Train with Oh Susanna on Highway 89. In studio, live today on Highway 89, we've been listening to the W duo with American Train, Oh Susanna. And yep, she was singing that banjo, not quite on her knee, but definitely hung around her neck there. Russell Wolfenstein, you're leading this motley crew here. Tell us about who's in the group and what they play.
1: Well, first of all, there's my wife, uh, Lindsay Wolfenstein. She actually wrote that arrangement herself. And uh, it's been a lot of fun. We've really enjoyed playing that one. Next up here we have Josh Baird. Josh Baird is playing mandolin, typewriter, melodica, xylophone, uh, quite a number of instruments tonight. And we're thrilled with all of the uh, additions that he adds to the richness of the music. Miriam Wagstaff is playing fiddle and violin and piano. Uh, Fiddle and violin I separate because she's so good at both disciplines that it's, uh, it's a joy to have her. Mitchell Johnson over here is playing the upright bass. And we've got Jesse Christopher playing every percussion instrument known to man, including a uh, wheel from an old truck. We've got spoons, cajon. Quite a number of instruments. And that's the ensemble. Where, uh, well, I'm Russell Wolfenstein, I should say.
0: Yeah, well, that's great. I, I saw a couple uh, of vintage Martinelli bottles over there, too, that were making some <laughs> good sounds on that last one. You do a lot of traditional music, but the sound, even of your originals, sort of fits in with those really well. What is it about that bluegrass sound that you want your own creations? to fit there and to sound that way?
1: I think in a word it would be authenticity. Uh There's just that real connection that you can get with bluegrass and, and folk music from all countries really, but especially with the American folk music. There's just this raw sense of communication that I think happens person to person with light tunes and with joyous tunes that make you want to dance. There's just a lot of real strong human element.
0: Yeah, we were all over here moving. I noticed looking around the room, everybody during that last piece Tell us about this next set of three we're going to hear. Okay. Um, yeah, so we've got Half Price Wagon.
1: Half Price Wagon is one that we wrote. It was inspired by a U-Haul truck, actually. We were following this truck, and we were on our way to perform for um, a radio show, actually, and we wanted something that sounded like something you might hear on the Grand Ole Opry. And so we wrote this one based on the U-Haul truck, which said, moving 50% off. And we thought, <laughs> under what conditions would you give someone a good deal to get out of town? And so this is a song about a girl that knows what she wants and a guy that's going to get what he deserves. Um, Home is one that we wrote. It's inspired by my grandmother. She had a long, wonderful relationship with my grandfather. And then when he passed, that didn't really interrupt the relationship. So it's a song about love after life. And then Alley Cat is just a fun, kind of jazzy, Latin-inspired piece. We don't really know quite what inspired that one, but it's a lot of fun. And uh, it's kind of a unique piece for a bluegrass band to play.
0: We are listening to the W-Duo and American Train, the band here live in Studio 6. Here is Half-Priced Wagon.
2: I've lived around these parts about as long as I recall. It was always kind of peaceful until you showed up last fall. You swept me off my feet, then you left me lying flat. Now I ain't got too much use for a man like that. I'll give you half-price half on my wagon if you don't bring it back. back. I packed up your long. <laughs> Nothing signs a victory like a food-licking man. You better get on moving while you can. up your mom in a sweet potato sack. Nothing sirens victory like a food man. You better get on balloon while you can. Long and tender, sweet potato sack Nothing's out of victory like a food-licking man You better get on moving while you can You better get on moving while you
3: can
2: trees were green. A diamond ring and for you I will sing. You've got your ways. I've got my ways.
3: Ooh. Ooh.
2: Our love is like a raging sun, too bright to ignore, too hot to run. Like Icarus with a dying wish.
0: Here's a trio of songs from the W Duo and American Train. We started with Half Priced Wagon, then Home, and Alley Cat. We're going to take just a second here. going to be talking to Miriam Wagstaff, Josh Baird. Miriam, you are the youngest member of the group, but you've already made a name for yourself, taking you to some pretty prestigious stages, guest soloing with the Utah Symphony. One example. What was that for?
4: That was for their youth solo competition. Really incredible experience. So
0: in you probably. live in that world, but you're also a fiddle <laughs> champion. Tell me what took yes, you to the wild world of fiddle. fiddle championship. So it kind of yeah. runs
4: in the family. My great grandfather had his own guitar and wrote his own songs, and my mother really loves fiddle, and so she helped me get into it. At first, I didn't want to, but now I love it.
0: It's so. <laughs> great. And Josh, we're hearing you, uh, we heard you on some vocals just a minute ago. We seriously have a typewriter coming up in just yeah. a minute as part of our art and music. Yeah, vintage typewriter. But you're also a landscape painter. What kind of paintings do you do in landscape? How do you describe your style or your palette? Yeah, I'm an oil painter. I paint both on location, which is referred to plein air painting, as well as in the studio. Oils are my medium, and I, I've always loved landscape. Sometimes I do like representational, more traditional styles of landscape painting, and then other times I explore more abstract. Um, and so what type. music do you listen to when you're painting? Uh, yeah, man, the music that doesn't suck pretty much anything, you know, whatever I feel like. Well, good. That so. includes you guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, great. Okay, uh, we've got to hear another mix of traditional tunes and original songs, and it may be hard to tell the difference between this. Uh, tell us uh, a little bit about this Down to the Valley and the others coming up.
1: Down to the Valley is a traditional American piece. If you've seen Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Um, you've heard this piece. We decided to kind of infuse it with new energy and a new direction, and that's what you're going to hear on this one. Fighting Through is one Lindsay and I wrote together. We wrote it on the 4th of July, 4th, 4th of July celebration, performed it that night for the first time. But we've been playing it year round because we love the message. It's about fighting for what matters most, and in particular, your marriage. Hmm. And then there's I've Got You. And I've Got You is this story about that experience to lose somebody and yet still be feeling their influence and seeing them in various ways whether it's in the warmth of a ray of sunlight or a star in the morning sky and internalizing that and just saying no we're, we're together still so that that's I've got you
0: I like the bravery of saying we finished the song and then we played it that night that's the way to do it that's great we're going to hear the W duo and American Train in another trio of songs here starting with Down to the Valley
2: Down in the valley to play Studying about the good old way You will wear the Reuben crown good Lord Show me my door and I don't mind
0: to the valley, fighting through, and we ended that set with I've Got You. The W duo, we're talking to one of the W's right now. Actually, <laughs> you're, you've got them both, Lindsay Willis-Wolfenstein. You That's right. Both of them. I
4: didn't even move up in the alphabet. I actually went <laughs> down when I <laughs> married Russell, so... <laughs>
0: I hope it was an okay trade-off.
4: Oh, it was It was wonderful.
0: <laughs> you started your career as a dancer on stage. How does that compare to being a musician and a singer and all that now?
4: Actually, I was four years old when I sang in public for the first time uh-huh. in my hometown. And so throughout my life, I've just done both. I've done singing and dancing. I love it. It's harder for me to get up and, and speak in front of an audience than it is to sing and dance in front of them. I don't know why. I, It's easier for me to perform instead of just stand there and talk. (laughs) Now,
0: we don't do this very often because this is radio. We don't do a lot of dancing on the radio, but we can actually hear what you're going to do. So tell us about the dancing we're going to hear at one of these next pieces.
4: So we're going to do a song called, well, we call it Five Foot Two, but the official name is Has Anybody Seen My Gal? It was, I believe, written in the 1920s around there. And it just has this old style sound to it. And we thought that by adding some tap into it, it would... I don't know. It would sound cool. It kind of fits together from that era. Yeah. And then um our last number we're going to do is called Young in the Mountains and it's a very Appalachian sounding song on your back porch in the mountains and um and that's where Appalachian footwork originated mm. was on the back porch. The clogging. And and the clogging, like right, that. exactly. Usually clogging has double taps so there's a jingly sound, but today I'm just using the the one tap because it sounds more traditional. They didn't have double taps back then in the woods. Okay,
0: and the nice thing about being the only one dancing, the unison will be so good. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay, we're gonna hear a pair of pieces. Before what we've been talking about, we're hearing Foggy Mountain Top leading up to that, and then we've got a board laid down here, a gorgeous piece of plywood. That's going to be danced on, and we're even going to hear a typewriter solo on all this. So just keep an open mind, folks, as we take another set with uh, the W Duo and American Train. If I was
2: known some foggy
3: mountain, I'd sail away to the west,
2: I'd sail all around this whole wide world. Sailor.
0: Coming to you live from our broadcast studio here at BYU Broadcasting. We just heard Foggy Mountain Top followed by Five Foot Two, including that famous percussion duo of the classic finger picking typewriter and clogging shoes. Conversation now with Mitchell Johnson and Jesse Christopher. Mitchell, you and Jesse work together. You're kind of the foundation of the group, of the rest of the band. Talk about how bass and percussion, because those guys always go together. Honestly, it's, it's you cannot separate the percussion and the bass. It's honestly, yeah. that's why I play bass in the first place, because if you don't have a bass, I think the band isn't very good. Now, I'm not saying <laughs> that they need me or not. Anybody could fill my position, but... <laughs> Honestly, bass is one of my favorites. It's simple, yet elegant and awesome. So what it. we're hearing today, I mean, typically you might follow along and see what the kick drum is doing and all of that, right. but we've we got different percussion, so what do you, where do you find your guideposts? Um, you just kind of pick a beat and stick to it if you're not sure what to do. <laughs> That's the beautiful thing about a bass. <laughs> Good. Jesse, uh, your percussion career, I understand, began earlier than most, including some spoons. Yes, when I, when I was two in Belgium. My whole family's were dancers, and they were on a clogging tour, and I wasn't old enough to clog. And so they sat me with a band, and the band taught me how to hold spoons the right way without a holder. So just two spoons together, just two dinner spoons. And I learned how to do that, and I would play with them, and then I'd fall asleep on stage, and I'd play again. And as a little <laughs> two-year-old, just playing with the band. I'm impressed. Thanks. I've had two-year-olds who couldn't hold one spoon very well. <laughs> okay. I'm pretty dexterous. <laughs> okay. Tell us about this next set. What are we going to hear? Wild oh, Pig oh. is
1: one. Uh, Josh Baird wrote, it's a mandolin fiddle duet. Lots of fun. We enjoy that piece.
0: So when, there's no exciting, terrifying story in the forest of, of the writing of Wild Pig? I don't know. We'd have to defer to Josh on that. <laughs> he's, he's saying no. Okay. 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 Well. No.
1: Um, no. And magnetic north—it's one of those pieces uh, for those who are in the uh, wonderful time of courtship, with all of its complexities. You know, there are those times when you, when you grow and you find yourself maybe moving past the person you're with, but then at the same time they've been a guidepost and they've steered you maybe toward the person that you ultimately we're supposed to be with all along. And so that's magnetic north. These days was inspired by the sun coming through our old windows. We had a home that was built in 1899, and we just we loved it. The windows just refracted the light in a way that made me think of old Europe. And so I thought I'd write a piece that kind of takes place in that old European setting, maybe at a cafe You know, as the sun's going down, uh, somewhere near the ocean.
0: Sounds nice. That's a lot to work into one song. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to hear it. So we're listening to the W duo and American Train with a song that I think needs an adventure to happen with it, Wild Pig.
2: with cocoa beans to prop up my eyes. i watch for you until the sun lights the sky. Outside the shops it starts to rain. If I could see you once again, I'd be fine. Mm, I'd be fine. Last night you charmed me with your dance, and now I'd like a second chance. Is that wrong? Sun lies the sky. Mm, things don't come easy these days. You close your eyes and he slips away. So with cocoa beans to prop up my eyes, I hold you close till the sun lights the sky.
0: The W Duo and American Train, performing Wild Pig, Magnetic North, and a piece called These Days. Russell Wolfenstein, uh, so many different instruments. I I don't really feel like I can say who plays what, because so far everybody plays about everything. I'm seeing things. (laughs) People pick up instruments. We're going to hear an instrument now that has a very rich tradition, but not a lot of people in the US know about it. Tell me about what you're holding. It looks like a fiddle, but it's slightly different and all kinds of inlaid mother of pearl and a whole bunch of string pegs. This is one of those examples I use to
1: show what the difference is between a violin and a fiddle you know, a lot of times you make jokes about that, but the truth is there doesn't have to be any difference, but there are differences. This one in particular you would never call a violin, but it is a fiddle, it's a Hardanger fiddle, so it's a Norwegian folk instrument, it's got nine strings, four of them run above the fingerboard, and the other five run under the fingerboard, and they're sympathetic strings, which means they vibrate along with the other notes. The strings are gut core, the instrument usually has a thinner sound than a violin, and it's tuned higher than a violin. So it's got a unique sound. My dad builds these, and he built this one in particular for me. And he's built them for people all over the world. Even in Norway, they've bought his
0: particular instruments. And up at the scroll at the top is, what is this, a dragon or something? It's like the prow of a Viking ship. Exactly, yes. The national animal of
1: Norway is the lion, but they have a lot of mythology about dragons. And so it's kind of a hybrid between a lion and a dragon as you would do
0: <laughs> You have this instrument, but you also wrote an original piece for it mm-hmm. that we're about to hear. Tell me about this.
1: Yeah, uh, this is one of those pieces that just kind of came to me while sitting on the couch holding my Hardanger fiddle with a pick in my hand because that sort of thing happens sometimes. <laughs> so I call it E, which is Norwegian for pick, like the kind you would use for a guitar. It's a novel piece in that way. I like to think that it sounds like a walk on a rainy day. And uh, Josh Barrett has done me the honor of learning my exact guitar part on this that I played when I was jamming and just recording this. And uh, so it's a fun, fun little
0: duet. So Plukei, which is Norwegian for plucking. And if you can picture your best Norwegian rainy day, this will be the music to go along with it. Okay, that's a piece written for the Norwegian Hardanger fiddle. And if you happen to have one of those, be sure you pick it out and play along. Lindsay Wolfenstein, one last tune. We've got time for one more. And you you mentioned a little bit about the Appalachian beginning of this one or the roots, that young in the mountains.
4: Yes, so this piece, we got the inspiration from three of our favorite children's books. We have four kids of our own, so we read a lot of children's books at our home. And the first one is When I Was Young in the Mountains, and the second one is um, When Mama Had a Dance Dancing Heart, and then the third one is Fiddle and Sam. All of these books are about growing up in the mountains with the traditional music and dance of America. And we loved it, and we thought we'd turn it into a, a song, and adding the Appalachian-style footwork just seemed really appropriate, because music and dance really go together. They're, yeah. It's like a marriage. It's like a good marriage. It, it just fits together. Um, they feed off of one another, the dancer and the musician. That's what this song is all about.
0: And that sounds like a perfect ending to what we've been hearing today. The W duo and American Train on this piece celebrating three books with pretty great titles. And this is Young in the Mountains.
2: Fiddle and sing.
3: Raise them high, Raise them high. High to the tune of Fiddle and
2: sing. My daddy played a lion head fiddle. He'll teach me to play it someday. When he'd come to town, all the folks would gather round. Then right soon you'd hear the preacher sing.
0: Young the Mountains. What a pleasure to have the W Duo in studio with us, along with American Train. This might be the first time a typewriter solo has been heard on Highway 89, or we tried to bring you the sound of step dancing. Just a few of the surprises we've had today with Russell and Lindsey Wolfenstein, Miriam Wagstaff, Joshua Baird, Mitchell Johnson, and Jesse Christopher. Thanks for joining us. If you just caught part of the show, you'd like to hear the beginning, listen again, or share it with a friend, you can do that. All of our shows are archived online for free on-demand listening at byuradio.org highway89. Follow us on Twitter at BYUH89 for live show updates and special behind-the-scenes photos and video clips. Highway 89 is a production of BYU Broadcasting in Provo, Utah. Our recording engineer is Mark Waite. Our student assistants are Victoria Khalil and Naomi Campbell, also Marin Del Rio. And the show's producer is Sam Payne. I'm Stephen Cap Perry. Thanks for listening.